people you don't hear people get called assholes as much as they used to. People used to talk about assholes. These guys are assholes. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> Doc, what, are we gonna, are you in the future? You're t- you're saying that we're assholes. You know, like everyone's worried yeah. about being an asshole. I think maybe we just all are and we don't think about it anymore. Sorry, uh, I came in hot. Point. I came yeah, in no, hot. Yeah, yeah, that's I, good. I, I that's was good. like, I was like, oh, I'm trying to get through this intro quick. And Jake will yeah. cut it if we say something that interesting. So I'm trying to say something interesting. <laughs> yeah, if Phil says something smart, then I cut it. Um, yeah. So I won't cut anything yet. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's like the rule that like if you can't figure out who's the asshole in the room is, then it's you. Yeah. Oh, like if right? you're at the poker yeah. table and if you don't know who <laughs> yeah. the sucker is, guess what? Yeah. You got to find a different poker room, you know? Like that's the problem is you can't be you can't surround yourself. You got to surround yourself with dumber people. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> I go to the poker game where it's like the guys are holding the cards in the wrong way. Uh, you know, like they're facing me. <laughs> they're um, facing oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you know what I mean? That, they're, they're like, <laughs> I have five bicycles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, then I'm like, then I'm like, now I'm going to make some money. <laughs> but I can't okay. go. Even like regular level gamblers, like people who spend a little bit of time gambling, I can't gamble with them because they know all the yeah. tricks. They know all the, they know the odds. They know like, oh. That's why you have to count on beginner's luck, dude. You have to just show up and just. Yeah, that only works the first time. <laughs> so you have to keep switching the game you're playing oh yeah. good call good call yeah so we, we switching it up yeah. i just think like you they I, when i walk in they look at me and they look like um i look like a a, a chicken leg i look like a, yeah. a sucker a lollipop man a lollipop you got a, wrapper, <laughs> you got a plastic wrapper over your head oh i was thinking they're gonna eat me for dinner like like a roast a roast turkey um i think it's fair to start the podcast uh now that you said something uh, oh, okay good so. i was i was really it was getting a little sweaty like i was uh i was struggling there okay Hello and welcome to Every Damn Thing. It's a podcast where we rank everything. I'm Phil. And I'm Jake, and we're here to guide you through the list of everything. Each episode, we take items and tell you where they rank on the list of everything. The list can be viewed by going to everydamthing.net, and you can find the link in the show notes. So, we've known each other since our early days in law enforcement, once while on duty. If I recall correctly, it was 1902, and we'd been sent to help quash a strike in the anthracite coal fields of eastern Pennsylvania. That's right. Anyway, after a hard day's work, we decided to grab a hearty meal at a nearby strip club. Digging into the food, I noticed there was something distinctly non-food-like in my first bite. I reached out my mouth and pulled out a ranked list of everything. We memorized the list, of course. We finished our meal and decided to wind down the night with a pleasant walk through the nearby woods. A meditative walk. And that walk was so meditative, Shinrin-yuku, as the Japanese call it, <laughs> that all of the stresses of the day were washed away from our minds, but so were our memories of the list. Oh, and we left the original copy of the list as a tip at the strip club. So we can now only access the list little bits at a time through a scientific process called shooting the shit. Fortunately, after the fact, we can say the shit was acting threateningly towards us, and no one will know it's a lie because we turned off our body cams just now. Anyway, that's how, with the help of friends and listeners, we reassemble the list of every damn thing. The list is now at 289 items, with Dolly Parton at the top and Transphobia at the bottom. Dancing Queen and Gary Busey are in the middle of the list. Now, when we talk about Dancing Queen, I don't mean like it was Queen Elizabeth's inauguration or what, what do you call it? Or, uh, coronation. Uh, Jubilee. And, coronation, and, and, yeah. and she and she uh, and she said, I want to dance with Jake and Sean at the, you know, at the ball. I don't mean like that. I mean, Dancing Queen, the song by ABBA. And when we say Gary Busey, we're talking about Gary Busey and not Barry Busey. <laughs> My wife, Ali's grandfather or great grandfather danced uh, when he was a teen with uh, uh, Queen Elizabeth. Oh. Um, but anyways, if you want to look at the complete list, go to everydamthing.net. You can yeah. find a link for that in the show notes. Today, we're joined by uh, our guest, a friend of the pod, an old friend of ours, Sean Travis from Love Equals Death. 
It's great to have you on, man. Yeah, Welcome. dude. I'm so stoked, man. I'm so stoked to be here with you guys, man. <laughs> we got things that we're going to rank, and oh, I'm happy okay. to have you on here, and I'm, I'm excited, but we're going to get to these things. Okay, um, let's get I'm, them. I'm dedicating myself to no more uh, lollygagging and interrupting. I'm going to get us right <laughs> on track. All right. The first thing we're going to talk about, the first thing was submitted by Brandon M., and the topic yeah. is Cops. Cops, not cops. the TV show. Oh, yeah. Um, although the, there's a TV show about them. Well, I don't know. Maybe the TV show too. Well, the TV show is included in the whole, the whole concept, yeah. I mean, it's okay. a it's a profession, I suppose. Um, yeah, yeah. Now, I guess policemen, some call them. people in the law enforcement profession, so that includes sheriffs, PD, forest rangers, maybe? FBI? Yeah, mostly, mostly municipal police, but I think also um, fish sheriffs, uh, uh, fishing state game, troopers. State police. The um yeah. the uh oh what do you call it? wildlife the people who work for BLM what are those oh are, I don't anybody know. who's enforcing rangers, anybody enforcing laws all right so yeah does this include mall badge? cops because those are not technically cops <laughs> yeah I think that it doesn't include mall cops because yeah technically like they could I think get in trouble for well they can't call themselves police officers but what we're mostly DAs? talking about police officers but yeah what about well, DAs? DAs I mean DAs are kind of cops I mean I guess this in a way includes fucking uh, the vice president of the United States of America Kamala Harris because she's a cop um or she was one. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, if you say so, a DA yeah. is, I don't know, because yeah. DA is, but I don't know if it's the same thing. I, I, that's why I'm asking. I just want to, I want to narrow this it down. It doesn't include hall monitors. I think right. it, that people have why to not? be paid. It's an official capacity um, where you are recognized by the state or by the federal a hall government. hall monitor or, is recognized by the teacher and a teacher is a state employee. Yeah, that's not the state. Well, <laughs> I think a DA might be too far out of the margins. Of yeah, like, DA's like, uh, DA's uh, yeah. a real periphery, I think. Yeah, yeah I know. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out, there's a big topic. Right, yeah. a lot of people involved, and we. I just want to make sure who we're talking, who and what we're talking about. I think I think anyone well, who like pull you over and like give you a ticket, I think that might okay. be okay. Yes, okay. yes, yeah, yeah. Anyone or anyone who could um, threaten you with violence um, and legally. Any, you're saying get away anybody who has a um, a monopoly on the use of le- on legitimate use of force on you under yeah. the law. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, okay. it, within within the confines of the United States. Uh, so, oh, so I we're not he, talking about law enforcement in another country? That's, no, we are. are sorry, um, we're not talking about the the U.S. military. We're not talking about uh, oh. military. More domestic troops. stuff, I think. Is yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but I but I, I do think that this would include bobbies in England. Um, uh, you know, and and police forces. Uh, oh, gendarmes. Gendarmes. You're thinking well. is the yeah. word you're thinking of. Yeah, Guardia Civil, for example, depending on where you are. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Okay, I think I mean because in some places it, there's less of a, a, defi- a like a defined line between military and police, right? Where we kind of have oh, true, yeah. Like, and so and so again, and like there are military police. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, uh, good point. Well, MPs with them would count. MPs do count as cops. Yeah. They're MPs. They oh, have, yeah, they're they're uniform. Yeah. Yeah. Often they are intense when they're like out. Yeah. yeah when they're yeah. camping out in the Sahara yeah, or whatever. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so I think I know what we're talking about and who we're talking about now. Is, uh, okay, cool. Yeah. So cops, what do you, um, uh, what's uh, up with them? What's up with them? <laughs> so sometimes some cops are like Ethan Hawke in Training Day, but some cops are like Denzel fictional. Washington in Training Day. Oh, is that right? <laughs> Many of them are fictional, and this includes yeah. fictional cops. And, oh, Columbo and fictional... is a cop, and I like Columbo quite a bit. Columbo's a I cop. I like Columbo. Lethal yeah. Weapon is a cop. Yeah, but you wouldn't Die want Art. to live in the city where Mel Gibson works uh, uh, and no. Danny Glover. It's like... They're always shooting things up. That's why the guy. That's why their sergeants always mad at them. Was Bruce Bruce Willis yeah. was a cop at Die Hard, right? Or was he just? Oh yeah, like, he was a true. New York City cop. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah, but in the first, he's acting in an unofficial capacity. Uh, that's right. But yeah, he's a cop. I mean, okay. and well, and I guess real life cops come in in different kinds too. It's like some of them are good and some are bad, just like other people. I think it does attract 
I would say like the job of cop, um, it tends to attract people who like they think, oh, that would be nice to, to beat someone. Yeah. To exercise some legitimate monopoly of force on somebody, you know what I mean? And and yeah. it, it would be nice to have like people be afraid of me. I'm not saying that like you know <laughs> all cops get like get into it, but like it's the kind of field that attracts a certain kind of person, and sometimes that person is not who you want to have power, you know. And right. it's like. You know, you got the guy, you know, I, I don't have to go through all the examples, but there's a number of them, right? You know what I mean? And right. uh, the too many to count. But it does seem like if there are going to be laws, there's going to have to be some kind of law enforcement. So it's like it's necessary for there to be cops, right? right. Just like it's, I guess it's necessary for there to be laws. I, I don't know. I, I imagine. So every now and then there comes a, you know, a guy who, who glamorizes being a cop, like, uh, like Eddie Murphy, for example, in Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, yeah. You want to, yeah. you want to, you want to be that dude. You know what I mean? You want to, you want to like cruise yeah. to another, you know, state and like still kind of be a cop, but then like solve some, you know, stuff that no one could solve. Yeah. And, like, I'll, I'll yeah. In the first movie, he had to give up his badge. At the, I think it's like his his. <laughs> yeah. Same with same with Die Hard. They're acting. They're not acting in within their capacity as a they're cop. They're acting cops. outside of their jurisdiction yeah. and like. Yeah, and and like usually cops in movies, not not always, but many times they're like they have to go beyond the law. Yeah, but know, in real life not, you don't want that. In real life you're like if, no. if you heard about like oh yeah that cop it was cool though the cop hunted the guy down and shot him in the street so everything worked out fine. You think like I don't know man <laughs> that doesn't sound fine to me. Like, you're like yeah it's... the cop was fired and then fuck and then hunted him down and and, and yeah. shot him in the street. Oh phew. okay good okay I'm glad everything's been resolved then. You're like in a movie that's cool. But like we we're trying to we got to talk about real life because like movie cops yeah. I well, I like movie cops in general you know what I mean I watch a, yeah, a yeah. movie cop you I like Columbo when Columbo catches the murderer you know I'm like good yeah. he caught him you know he tripped that guy up but but um, like the sheriff of Nottingham is also a movie oh, cop good point and you don't good like point. him right <laughs> yeah so yeah. I forgot about that guy I liked him when it was <laughs> Alan Rickman though yeah. okay but I also don't like cops are like. We're going to like pull over, especially black people. And like, unless until everybody gets cameras on them, we're going to like really do some beatings and like really kill some people. Right. So like, I don't think that's cool. That's something the cops might do. Right. Cops also might just do. They're not accountable in a lot of ways. Right. And I don't know if that's I think that's a problem, like a structural problem. Um, And I don't think we're going to resolve it. Like in the couple of minutes we have to rank them higher or lower. Maybe maybe they'll want to create like cops will see this list. And they'll say, mm, we're, we're that low on the list. We better reform. We better like uh, be mm, more accountable yeah. to the people that we police, right. you know, but, you know, yeah. that we can only hope. And we have to draw a distinction, which I have to do a lot of times in my mind, between the institution of police, essentially, and, you know, uh, fucking everything around it um, and the individuals. Uh, because I think that, like, I often forget, you know, I generally have a uh, not favorable towards cops uh, attitude. Uh, an opinion. Um, but, you know, I've got a friend who's works as a therapist for cops and other first responders, you know, to helping them deal with PTSD. And, you know, talk, every time I talk to her, it helps me to sympathize at least with the individual people, um, not necessarily the job, not necessarily the badge, but, you know, people find themselves in situations uh, and they don't always do it with, with the worst intentions. Um, but I oh, think yeah. it brings out the yeah. bad parts of people, the job and the badge. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Like it's it's not a, really a job you'd want to go into, I don't think. Like because it's it, like it, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm sure for some people it's a rewarding profession, but like I think it's geographical too. Like um, like for us, it was natural and and it's like a culture to grow up like you know dodging the cops or like disliking the cops. But you know, for, for us, we were fortunate enough to like live in a small community where we pretty much knew all the police officers 
or they ended up knowing us after a while anyways. Yeah. And so we built a pretty decent relationship with them. When they'd see us, they'd pretty much just tell us to pour our beers out and beat it and go home. So, yeah, um, yeah. but, but when you're, when you're in a different like city culture and you have cops in, in, in that environment, you become that culture, you know, and, and, um, in order to keep up with that culture, I mean, it's, it's you against them sometimes, I think, um, just because I, I mean, I lived in the Tenderloin in San Francisco and, uh, you know, just living there for the few months that I did, I, I had to adapt to the culture there and it was, <laughs> it wasn't the best, you know, at all, but, um, yeah, there's right and wrong and everything. So you have to look at it like that. You know, um, if, if you can be easily corrupted, then you, you know, you, you suck. You, you don't need to be a cop because you got, yeah. a, you got a gun on your hip and you know, you don't want to, you want to end up it's, losing your whole life over, you know, just your bad judgment, I guess. So, it, it would be a yeah, tough, or taking somebody it, else's it, life. Yeah, it's exactly. a tough thing to have because if you need to have some kind of law enforcement, the kind of people who are a lot of the people who are going to want to get into that line of work are going to be the people who you wouldn't want to do that that job, right? Not so it's like not, not necessarily. But some people like like but some, some people. people yeah. I'm not saying all, yeah. but, but some people but want to clean like, up the streets and they they want to go and like yeah. you know do it the wrong way. You know what I mean? And then there's some people yeah. who want to, but it doesn't generally take, help. it doesn't take like. You don't need half of these cops to, you know, I mean, like it yeah. doesn't take that many people to make the to, to, to make the whole profession a little bit poisonous. Right. Like, right. Especially when there's the, the ones that are like, you know, quote unquote, good cops are they because of the nature of the culture of the job, you know, they, they they're quickly put into the position of having to defend or cover for the guys that aren't the good ones. You know what I mean? Which yeah. by that it sort of poisons the whole thing, as, yeah, as, as Phil says. I think right. part of the big problem is that they're, is that they're armed. Um, if they weren't armed, yeah. it, it would be like with firearms, it wouldn't be as bad of a thing. Some people would say, well, they, you know, the, the people that they're trying to stop are armed. I don't know. Uh, I know that like in England where a lot, there's a lot less guns around and we're not ranking necessarily, uh, you know, gun ownership here, but yeah. like, you know, I remember going, I was out late at night, um, going to get some late night food, I think in London. And I saw some cops dealing with a guy who had been maybe harassing a store owner, like a store that was open late. Um, and the guy was hammered and it was two cops and the guy was arguing with the cops. The cops obviously didn't have fucking firearms. You know, nobody did, but, um, the guy took a swing at one of the cops, but he was so drunk that like, he just totally missed. And I, I stood there and watched while the two police, um, just like essentially talked the guy down, you know, I don't even know if they put, they did, they did eventually put hands on him, but not in a way, not in a way where they had to like force him to the ground. They mainly used words to get the guy to chill out. They did eventually put a fucking uh, zip tie in his uh, hands, Wrist. like cuff him. Yeah. But they, um, they, if that I happened in the U.S., they were the whole time I was sitting there thinking like, if that happened in the U.S., that guy would have been fucking yeah. beat the fuck up or shot or, or yeah, worse you know just true. yeah they were able to de-escalate it uh which was i think people get more like i will say if people get more fist fights in the uk i mean I'm, there's a lot less gun violence there but like a lot right, more yeah. a lot more fist fights spilling out i think it's because people are a little bit free you know with with le that much less gun ownership people think oh you know the, what are the chances of me getting shot tonight pretty low maybe i'll take a swing at this guy i'm not trying to say that like everyone should have a gun for that reason i'm i'm, I'm pretty much against gun ownership but like um, I don't know. I think they would be good if cops didn't have guns. I think it could work. Like, why not? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just don't know if it really solves many. But you know, keep the gun in the trunk, and they have to go get it or something. I don't know. Where they, if they all have a gun on their hip, like like it's the old west, it just seems like it's a recipe for disaster. But then again, Absolutely. I'm I'm an expert on law enforcement and situations that they might find themselves in. Me, so that's why I can speak <laughs> with that with such authority. A lot of people think of law enforcement as something that's sort of been around forever. I mean, Sheriff of Nottingham, for example, which is you know many centuries old, but like 
cops aren't like a, a necessarily a natural state or the existence of municipal police forces or police forces isn't something but, even in the u.s that existed right. until like the mid 1800s um here in the u.s just to give a little bit of history, like some of the earliest examples of police forces or something that looked like a police force in the U.S. were essentially slave patrols in the South during, you know, the 1600s, 1700s. But, were but there there's a long, there's a long tradition of, of having some kind of law enforcement for as long as there have been some kind of laws, right? Historically, going far back, usually there's um, one guy who is in charge of the law, like he's collecting taxes and shit like that. Um, and if there's a need for like, you know, state sanctioned violence, he would like round up a posse or something like that. So oh, it's essentially like most of them are, into, are, are like our fucking vigilantes. In a you way. mean not to have um, like a standing, standing people drawn salaries? No. Yeah, yeah okay. exactly. Um, uh, yeah. So the closest, one of the earliest things of that was slave patrols um, that essentially were meant to, you know, prevent slave rebellions and escapes. And then also it really ramped up around the turn of the 20th century um, when uh, like state police forces were formed to do things like, as we referred to in the um, intro to uh, stamp out um, uh, strikes. Uh, workers, yeah. Yeah. Break up uh, strikes and, and, uh, yeah. and fight for capital. Yeah. So that, like, yeah. Not, yeah, not a great like, history, part, not a great history. Then. No. Yeah. So yeah. it seems like one of their, their main like functions has been to protect capital, you know, like they, they, yes. they, they use state sanctioned violence, uh, to protect pe- property and wealth, they make sure the wealth is flowing upwards. They make sure the workers are, you know, continue What's the to be big success working. for cops. Like, what is the thing where you can say, well, the one great thing that cops did, like, you know, was that they've done this. Like, what is the great achievement of law enforcement? State troopers were used um, during the civil rights movement uh, in the South, especially to like help kids oh, yeah. go to integrated schools. Yeah, you know, true. I think that's yeah. that. Stands I thought out that was me. federal. Yeah, but I see what you mean. The National Guard. Oh, maybe. But, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. It was federal. Yeah, my, yeah. My, it was National Guard. Question, so but those are cops. cops. Or, my biggest question with law law enforcement is, um, you know, there's private prisons. Uh, can can you have private yeah. law enforcement groups? Say, for instance, if I had like 12 guys in Ukiah that wanted to, you know, start the law enforcement. And I don't know if you guys know this, but what if what if we just wanted to start our own private law enforcement? Well, that's what RoboCop is about, right? Because in RoboCop, they're privatizing the police force. Now, again, I'm getting into fictional stuff, but like that's kind of what's going on in RoboCop is that this this company is is going to like oh, right. buy the um, is is, is going to run. I know a lot of government agencies are contracted out like that, but I don't know of anybody that does law enforcement that way. I'm sure there are some examples, like somebody really trying to cut their budget and they and they contract out the law enforcement from a neighboring town or from some other area. I know that places have done something like that, but I don't know that. I don't know. I can't speak to the legality. It seems like a, like you might want to try it though. Private police forces. Yeah, not well, there security. Are like, not security, but like legitimate. Like, say you don't want to call the the crooked cops down the road, so you call. Yeah. You know the alternative, but like, like but how how is it funded? Like, if 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 it's a private, that means that you just are getting paid by whoever has the money to pay you to do whatever they want. You know, like it's like kind of how a lot of police, like a lot of police forces, uh, like detective forces, for example, ca- oh, came out right. of Pinkertons, which was a private police force essentially mm-hmm. uh, used during the eighteen hundreds to uh, essentially break up strikes and like infiltrate fucking oh. strikers. And, okay, and fuck I, with labor essentially. I think I'm um, ready to vote so, on. Yeah, cops. It's like, I think I'm ready to put them on the list. Okay, I got a few more things to say about them. Okay, okay. Um, well, I, I so I knew you. I, okay. after, I knew after I said that I I wanted to do it that you would have a couple more, so I wanted to <laughs> that, say it. That was my cue. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Recently, a guy that I know told me this story about how he was talking to um, a Navy SEAL, not a cop, but a lot of cops come out of that, um, the military and special forces, who was telling him like, "Hey, listen, this is kind of COVID, like related to when COVID first started." He's like, "Hey, listen, if you see a lot of cops in uniform at 
firearm stores buying firearms, that means shit's about to go down because firearm stores, most of them have a policy where they, if you're a cop in uniform, they'll, you get to skip the line essentially. Um, but if a cop in uniform is, is at a firearm store, that means they're buying a private, you know, they're buying their own fucking firearms. It's not for their fucking service. Wait, they get to jump the line. That's that now I'm going to yeah. put like, I, I know there's other implications to what you're telling me about, <laughs> uh, but, jump in line. but I don't like people jumping in line in front of me. I really don't like it. I never, uh, I, I'm very, <laughs> very seldom do I find myself waiting in line at a sporting goods store to buy a gun, but I don't want anybody jumping in front of me in line. So they just lost a couple of spots on the list yeah. just for that. And, and, Wherever and he we were was gonna... like, Hey, so that means like, be careful. Like that means the world is getting more dangerous. Trying to say that like the cops are the barometer for like, that like the criminals are getting worse, I think. But when if, if I saw that, if I see a bunch of cops buying a bunch of guns, to me that means that like there's going to be a fucking fascist paramilitary like fucking. Oh, like they're they're they're, they're, they're stocking their mustard. bunkers, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Not a um, good sign. And, Not a good sign. One way or the other. No. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like every time, see, if you see a bunch of cops in riot gear uh, fighting a large group of people. Like to me, always the cops in that scenario, I immediately think, okay, those are the bad guys in this fucking scenario. Unless, of course, the people that they're fucking, the large group of people they're going against is members of the clan. But then if that was to happen, it's unlikely because there'd be no cops in uniforms to fight them because they'd all be the ones in the clan suits. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> got it, got it. Yeah, I see. What, I, I, I get it, man. I see what you're saying. Um, okay. Um, okay, so I think I'm ready to rank cops. I don't really, I'm not crazy about cops, I got to say. Um, no, me neither. I don't yeah. know how you and Sean feel about it. So this list is a, a a list of all things from the best thing that we've ranked so far to the worst thing we've ranked so far. Now you might find some inconsistencies in the list. Some, some you might say, "Oh, this one should be should be higher than that," or "This one should be lower than that." Of course, yeah, uh, nobody's perfect, but we do our best. But we're trying right. now to put. It's just the, it's just the nature of the things. It's a yeah. it's a it's a strange universe, but it's a big universe. Right. Some of these things don't make sense, you know. Yeah. But it's it's a yeah, mystery. No, it's, um, Rod Labors. Man, that's a that's a really good one. And yeah, we can't are... tell you why God put Rod Lavers above Triangle Pizza, but you know it happened, and we're just the vessel yeah. through which God speaks. Well, the uh, thing so is, at number if you drop pizza on the ground, you don't want to eat it. But uh, Rod Lavers, even when they get scuffed and dirty, there's if you drop those nice. on the ground, you want to eat those for sure. Oh, eat them up. <laughs> <laughs> um, at number fifty nine, we have firefighters, which uh, that's those are people. That's a profession, and they're very similar to police. They um, yeah, they have now, an, Here's they the have, thing, though. No one ever says like um, no one is ever unhappy that the firefighters showed up. True, right? True. You're like, the fire. You're like good. Oh, the fire. You're right. He frowns. He scowls. <laughs> the fire gets bumped. There's little flames dancing around. <laughs> so I would say, yeah, the the ceiling is definitely firefighters because they're not going to be better than the firefighters. What other jobs? Oh, so at seventy one, we have clowns, and those are like there's the Keystone cops. Oh uh, yeah, and those guys are kind of like clownish. I like clowns, um, I like clowns more, than, more cops. than cops. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, clowns also imagine, have a, their guns yeah, are only made out of a balloon. Which, Sean, think about this. There's two posses. There's an insane clown posse. There's an insane <laughs> cop posse. Which uh, one do you like yeah. more? Oh, yeah. man. You guys don't know my story behind the, the Juggalos, but I'll tell you guys that some other time. Uh, probably okay. We in, ranked we ranked insane, insane clown, clown posse recently. Really? I'd probably rather see in, insane clown posse. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. So that's at number seventy. Now they're not. We, that's not Juggalos specifically. That's the group that inspired Juggalos. But I think right. that um, they deserve to be. No, and they're clowns. Make you smile, actually. man. They laugh. They do antics. Yeah. Okay. Further down the list, we have commandos. Now commandos. Oh, that's are, more similar. Yeah. Are like special forces uh, soldiers. Yeah. And they they're, they what's cool is they put um I assume I I don't know if this is real but I imagine that they put that uh, green face paint on their face. And then oh, they yeah, come sure. and, and they come out of the water and you can't you all you see are their eyes, right? <laughs> and then uh, and they have a big knife in their teeth, I imagine, right? Yep, right. And they wear a yep. cool hat sometimes like a, a a jungle hat. And their their main job is is violence is killing people, you know. Um yeah. but they're doing it 
I guess they're doing it in other countries, which doesn't make it any better, I suppose. You know, but they're well, doing it. They're doing it theoretically. They're doing it. In they're like doing war it in dead of night like, uh, with um with like a, a a ski mask on. So I don't know why that we we rank them so high, but um I guess because it's uh I don't know. Sometimes we might like their outfit. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Well, what other people are on the list? What about Crocs? Oh, Crocs. Crocs well, are sick. Oh, Crocs. Yeah, those are, are good. That's one eighty six. I love Crocs. Though. I don't want to put them as high as Crocs. I think they deserve to be lower, like nearer Commandos. Where okay, so where, yeah, uh, Commandos but, are similar because they're also people doing violence, right? Um, yeah. But like, here's the thing: like you alluded to, and Sean did too. A lot of fiction has been made about cops. That's good. Oh, that's and, a good point. And so, like. Um, I wouldn't want to watch. A a, I'd watch a movie about are... Commando, and I, but I wouldn't want to yeah. watch a movie about. Actually, I would watch a movie about Crossbows, but I wouldn't want to watch a movie about Speed Limits. Actually, I guess I have because it was um, that one where a uh, 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 Cannonball Run, which is kind of about Speed Limits. Yeah, Smokey and the yeah. Bandit. Yeah, it's about breaking the speed oh, limit. Man. Yeah, um, or speed. Well, that's not guess, really about the limit, but yeah, well, kind of it is. It's about a reverse <laughs> speed limit. We okay, so look at this. So. A little bit further down from speed limits, which was 224, we have Theodore Roosevelt, 227. He was the police commissioner in fucking oh, New York yeah, City yeah. for a while. And also, he's the kind of person where he's got personal things about him that like are a bummer. Like, or, for example, like putting violence upon people like he did in the Philippines in the terrible war. Um, but also, uh, he um, is a great character and he's really fun as as a character. He's a real person, but uh, but he's a very interesting uh, – he's got a very interesting personality uh, and he's a real fun person to know about and hear about his antics and things that he does. So I think they're similar to that in a lot of ways. It's, you I, know, the, the I, I kind of think minuses further down because look, the movie, okay. the movie, the Last Starfighter is number two fifty one. I enjoyed the Last okay. Starfighter. Yeah, I, me I enjoyed too, it as a yeah. kid, and I I feel me like too, yeah. like it's a good movie, Jake. You should watch it. Um, uh, I, I I I watched it when I was a kid. I really liked it. Good idea. Right. Okay, um, we have um, Howard the Duck. That, the movie is two hundred fifty seven, which I also think is probably better. I kind of think I'm yeah. I'm leaning more towards. 264 of capitalism which is like yeah which is they're, fan- they're like one of their main jobs is to uh, is to defend it or yeah to, not fantastic uh, but there's there's some good parts to it like because of right. capitalism there's some things that i enjoy and, and, and you know that i get that i probably wouldn't get any other way or like you know certain comforts that in life or there's certain things that it makes possible um but I now down say- at 266, we've got another institution, uh, which I mean, cops are people, but they're they part of the institution of yeah. police enforcement, um, and that's middle school. Um, middle school is a necessary thing where it's like cops, where as long as society exists, there's something that you need these like you know 12 right. to 16 year old kids to be, but you wouldn't necessarily want to be there or run it because it's you know like it's tough, right? It's a tough yeah. time in life, and maybe law enforcement is like that. Maybe cops should be somewhere around middle school. Well, at two seventy, we have Gambit, who is um, from the X. He's a really annoying uh, X Men, but he is like, he is, uh, I guess, kind of like a vigilante, more or less. Um, he is there for to you know uh, use violence. It's not state sanctioned. Um, yeah, I unless mean, he's, you're, a, uh, he's, unless a, he's a he's a hero, man. He's a superhero. Where the X Men have their own country. What about yeah. Hoarders, oh. man? Hoarders, death and Hoarders, war, the TV dude. show. That's that's like cops summed up. That's pretty. Right there. That's pretty low. Like, okay, they they hoard their um, like, authority. I'm, I'm fine with that. They 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 cause death and war on the streets, yeah. man. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. Hey, I'm I'm cool with that. Like so, like okay, but well, Steven I, I don't is a cop, them. so he's number two eighty two. Well, he's not a uh, he, he he has a he has an oh, honorary yeah. fucking. He likes to say he's a cop. He's not quite a cop, but I think that Steven he's a Seagal, cop. He's a he's a uh, uh, um, yeah. He's a cop. He's a, he's a secret agent. He's a fucking uh, Native American <laughs> kung fu master. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah I, I think I, somewhere around there seems fine with me. Uh, this is all the list of things I don't really like uh, at the yeah. bottom. You know, so um, <laughs> I think I like them a, a little bit, a tiny bit more than the British royal family. 
Okay, so you put cops, uh, but b- below Hank Williams Jr., who has you know a, a talented guy and a, a, a yeah a, a very handsome guy, of course. What do you yeah? What do you think, Sean? Yeah, where do you think? Um, I like Hank Williams Jr. Uh, I don't even know why. Okay, H- Hank is at two eighty. That's oh, just- uh, we're, we're conflicted. Jake and I were very conflicted about Hank Jr. Like we had a. Um, uh, Oh really? I think it's I think it's yeah. generally general wokeness that made us. Uh, there's something. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see. See, I, I don't yeah. know. I don't uh, know about. I, I'm probably unfamiliar. He's, with just, he's got he some says, good songs. He says a lot of bullshit, basically that we didn't we don't agree with, but we like him. Yeah, but you know, does I like he hang out with like Kid like, Rock and stuff too? Or? Yeah, it's he's, that kind of thing. I'm sure he does. Yeah. It's yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. That's that did he get fired from the like? Why did he get fired from the singing the NFL song? Oh, oh he, he was talking about I don't know. He was saying Obama was Hitler or something. I don't really understand it. It was like it was just kind of it was just crazy talk. And I was thinking, like, man, why is he always talking this shit? But the thing is that these are people who you know, John Voight's been in movies, has been great in these movies, right? A great performer. Yeah. And and, and uh, Jane McCarthy, uh, 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 a very attractive woman, uh, when she's dressed up like a Santa Claus, and Broken Glass yeah. is useful because you need it sometimes. Uh, she's the to, sexiest Santa Claus there is. Yeah, I, I I don't know. We could do a ranking, but um, yeah, I kind of let's, let's that, put them below Hank Hank Jr. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me. Okay, but above the British royal family, yeah, because yeah. of because of the funds, the ones that are like cool and in TV shows and in movies and like Axel Axel uh, F Axel Four, yeah, you know, like dude, that's oh, I thought you meant the British royal family who were cool and in TV shows and whatnot. Yeah, they are too. Okay, so we oh, wait uh, a so cops. Uh, wait a minute. When you watch the X Files, is uh, uh, are they cops? They work for the FBI. They're FBI they're agents. Yeah, I think they're I like technically that. cops, but like they're fictional. Um, all right. Like if we so like fictional cops is a subcategory of cops, but I think the uh, the, yeah. the all the negative aspects of real cops kind of like take away from that. But when we eventually put cop media fictional has, cops has on the made list, made me biased towards cops. I'm like, yeah, we need a real RoboCop. We need a Dirty Harry to go shooting people. Like, has it Probably, has it poisoned yeah. my brain? Yeah, we need like a, a a fucking sheriff to come clean up the town. Yeah, <laughs> um, poison your brain. But so, anyways, cops going to 281, moving the British royal family to 282. Yeah. Um, let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll rank the next thing. Okay. Reminded me of Reggie Hammond, dude. Oh, for Forty Eight Hours, yeah. He doesn't like cops, man. Reggie Hammond's not a cop, though. He works no, with he, Nick Nolte. No, oh, yeah. He just pretended he was a cop for for a second. He's all, "Let me borrow your badge." It's true. And then he, oh shot yeah, it. he goes into that. He goes in that bar. There's a new sheriff in town, and his name is Reggie Hammond. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, forty eight um, hours is is on the list. Um, yeah, at, we put forty eight uh, so hours on the list, Rago. By the late way, listener, we're back. Um, forty eight hours, uh, which Sean brought up, is on the list at one fifty three, and that's going to be used by me as a segue to talk about places that that I feel like Nick Nolte's character from forty eight hours would be found hanging out, and wow. that is strip clubs that serve food, which yes. was submitted by Pat F. Yeah. Now, uh, there's a strip club that serves friend food of the show in in in, um, in San Francisco, and it's called the Gold Club, and they have a buffet. But I've never had the buffet, so I can't speak to its quality. But I know that there is a place and it has, and and they have a buffet there. But it's like you have to pay a cover to get in. So and then you have to eat, and then you have to pay for food. No, or do you no, get I think the food? buffet comes with comes with the meal. With, oh, that makes sense. Like, that I, makes sense. I'm not a big. I, I don't. I don't eat buffets very frequently, and I also don't go to strip clubs very often. So I I do but, know that like in Portland, I I always think of this as yes. a Portland thing because when I go to it Portland, is. all the strip clubs would be like we open in the morning, we open at nine yeah. in the morning, and yeah. and, and we're going to Portland serve has food. like the trad like strip clubs that's, like that's downtown, and it's more like it's more like a titty bar than strip club. I feel like yeah. Well, maybe that doesn't count in the list. I don't know. Oh, well, no, I think it, no, I think it, it does. does. Anywhere. Huh. My my first experience uh, was. Calling Soren when I got to Portland and saying, "Hey, dude, I'm, I'm super hungry. Where can I grab Shout some, out something to eat?" And he's all, "Yeah, dude, on, on the way to my house, uh, this place called the Dancing Bear. 
uh, go in there. They probably have steak and fries or steak sandwiches or something, and grab yourself a Paps, dude. It's it's awesome. So I was like, oh, perfect. And I must have got there right as like it was a shift change because I didn't see any any like signs of strippers or anything, and I didn't pay attention to the name because I'd driven like nine nine hours just to get there. And uh, so was there like a, a neon light, an animated neon light there, of a there dancing was, there girl was like or a, something that there would was like a you stage? Off? No, I didn't even look at the sign because I came in like um, I don't know if you know the Dancing Bear, but it's like a big parking lot. It looks like Denny's almost. Yeah, yeah. And so so you pull in there and then. It's like, oh, yeah, rad. And there's a dancing bear on the outside, but it was daylight, so there was nothing lit, you know. Um, and I was like, I didn't even think about it. Like, I was hungry. Nine-hour nine drive. And so I get in there. I see a stage. Didn't really think of it. Everything started coming to me as I was ordering my food. And then by the time my food came out, it's lady with just titties brought my, my steak sandwich out and my paps and um, – Oh, just she was a, your she was your waitress. Yeah, and then and then okay, wait, she, wait, she was wearing clothes though. No, just no. She, oh, she wasn't okay. wearing a wow. top. She was topless. Well, not not a top. Okay, gotcha. And, and uh, she handed me my food, and I just went, "What the? Where the? What? <laughs> where the fuck am I?" And then just yeah. at, just at the moment where I was like in a daze and super confused about what the fuck was going on, here comes a chick on the stage. The stage lights up, and like she's dancing around. My my food's pretty close in close proximity yeah. to like the stage and like all this action. And but was it off-putting was, to you? Did you not, would you like, well, I'd never been in that situation before, Phil. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, this, this is a, this is like a foreign lady that I've never had a conversation with, like dancing naked over my food. It's, good. You know, I'm, I'm, it's yeah. a very intimate thing. Yeah. I mean, my food and like, I don't think of food and like nudity at the same time. Usually when, like, when I'm eating, it's like something totally different. Yeah. You compartmentalize but, those two things. Absolutely. Yeah. So when you're eating and then naked and then, you know, these senses are just jumping around. It's, it's different. It's different shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, I could see. I, should, I shouldn't be, be thinking about the, the two at the same time is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I could see, but it's like, I, I also see how, like, if you ran this club, you would want, you kind of want to keep people there. You don't want people like, people to leave. You want them to go in and spend yeah. the whole the rest of the day there. So yeah. well, I've, I've been back like eight these- times. <laughs> oh okay yeah so so it wasn't that off-putting like you were no, like, it was, yeah i had to, I had to I had no to, he really likes a chicken fried steak <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, i yeah, see I, I mean and and i know that famously like lemon pepper wings are a thing because magic city i want to say what well, there's a place in atlanta okay, yeah, where, so, so, where, where so they make I, lemon I, pepper wings just because it's I'm a thing cur- that you i'm currently in atlanta I just oh. happened to be here oh, when yeah. I like when prepping for the today's show, I did a quick Google of uh, strip clubs that serve food and it just showed me all the strip clubs around because because I'm in Atlanta, it showed me, you know, a bunch of strip clubs around here. But also one of the first things that popped up was a headline that says strip clubs are the reason Atlanta is addicted to lemon pepper wings. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, lemon and pepper wings are, are, became a thing. Like it wasn't something. It wasn't you know. There's a lot of ways to make wings, and no one ever really c- talked about lemon pepper until there's one particular place. And I want to say it was Magic City, but that's because that's the only Atlanta strip club that I know, and that's mostly just from rap yeah. music. They talk about it sometimes, yeah. right? So I, I read the um, the article, or I skimmed it at least, and there's a quote mm-hmm. from Walk a Flock of Flame in it, um, that where he says, "Strip clubs got the best wings. Lemon pepper wings in Atlanta is like an apple to New York." Damn. Or like white boys in Croc shoes, it's gonna happen. Oh, nice! Damn. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Um, <laughs> so, Wait, and and wings wings thinks that like they serve apples in strip clubs in New York. It's what happens in New York. <laughs> yeah. so and also, lemon, white boys do wear the, the Crocs to the strip club in New York, I suppose. Now, um, lemon pepper, lemon okay. pepper wings are, are like cultural, but they're like a relatively recent invention. Like it had to do with there was one place and like they were out of the regular seasoning, so they're like, let's just make lemon pepper. We have lemon pepper seasoning, but is you know, it, is they it, had it for it, something else. 
Is it like, is it something from like the black culture? Did they like invented or is it what, what is it well i mean well the, I the people whoever i was cooking the food at magic city so it's like oh, it's, it. It, it, it came out of a particular like out of one particular place you know what i mean yeah it, it's yeah. just like this but it was like you know 20 years ago it wasn't it wasn't really a thing that you could get lemon pepper wings right, it, right. Or just that wasn't one that wasn't something that was on the menu or that's something people really were talking about or thinking about right, right. people you know there's you can go to Wingstop and there's a hundred different kinds of wings, but right. somehow this particular strip club had a way of making lemon pepper wings that was really good. And uh, and I, so I don't I don't really know much about it other than that. I've had lemon pepper wings. I I, I think they're quite good, but I, you know I have never been like I have very limited experience with this. I do think like like you know how you said you felt a bit of discomfort when you first went there because yeah. there's like there's these naked girl, there's food, and I thought like. Well, we have other things on our list that are like that. Like we don't have combos on the list, but Jake and I talk about them a lot. You know, combos are like it's like cheese and cracker or peanut butter or, or Reese's peanut butter cup. The snack, is, yeah. Oh yeah. Or peanut butter and yeah, chocolate. I mean, or we have jorts, which are jeans and shorts. Or like we have uh, uh, like nail clippers that also have a file on them. Or you know, something that yeah, does yeah. two things at once, right? Yeah. And and so you think like, well, maybe the second thing, which is not the main. Like the the point of the strip club isn't to serve food, right? Necessarily, that's yeah, not right. the reason the building is there. But like, I think most of these exist because there's laws, there's like regional laws, or you know, uh, around what you can do. Like you know, I know, I know in Portland, for example, in order to serve, oh, and if if you want to have dancing, alcohol, you, or you need to serve food. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. There might be something like that for, for for a lot of these. Um, it seems like there's certain cities that are known for strip clubs that serve food. Portland being one, Atlanta being the other. Um, do you think businesses yeah. should just stay in their lane and do the one thing that they're best at, or do you think that they should try to do two things like that, like these, I don't these clubs are? Like, imagine there's two clubs <laughs> next to each other, and uh, th- there's yeah. two nightclubs, there's two strip clubs, let's say, and they have comparable names and sign signage and whatnot, and one of them says uh, uh, all day buffet. And the other one doesn't say all day buffet. You know, one says yeah. uh, 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 live live girls or, you know, whatever, live yeah. new girls. The other one says live new girls all day buffet. Like, which <laughs> door would you rather go into? Right? I mean, it is a good question. And also, yeah. like, you could – it does allow you to knock out, like, like a meal and go to the strip club at the same time. Yeah, If you're yeah. pressed for time, you know. Yeah. Um, and also, another thing I was going to say about the law is that I bet you that that it's it's more common for strip clubs that serve food to be topless only than um than otherwise but i could be wrong about that it just seems like a natural thing um i haven't been to a strip club in a really long time um, yeah, me um maybe we're not we're i not don't know the... if i've ever had a meal at one i don't know if i've been i don't have much experience with this either i guess is my point of saying i could see a scenario where like i might want to be at one that served food because then it would give me something else to focus on and instead of the awkwardness of uh the dancer uh of being in, uh, in front of the dancer i don't know yeah. somewhere to avert my eyes yeah, because I, uh, I feel like yeah. I would just be I just, awkward these days. Yeah, I, I don't know, but it's, it's hard to it's hard to really say. I feel like I'm gonna have a hard time ranking this one fairly. Um, but I kind of like I think that like a starting point when we look at the list would be yeah. jorts because that's also something that is two things: their jeans and their shorts. Well, I think that's a good point. I agree which is number one hundred forty-three. Um, is there something okay. where you, you think? Where, at, what well, do you think at, we should at, look at? At number eighty-five, this is more of like a vibe thing. But at eighty-five mm-hmm. is Flashdance, which is a movie that oh. features it's strip adjacent. Now, and do it, they? I eat, mean, like, are they eating food? I, there is a strip club in it, and I know the main the main place where uh, the the characters the main characters work is not a strip club; it's a cabaret. And there's no but, nudity um, either. There's no nudity, correct? But they're and they're, they definitely serve food there. But there's also a strip club in it where I think they do do serve food, and that strip club is where like you don't want to end up uh, like her friend ends up working there a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. But but eighty five I think is pretty high for this because I I don't think 
I don't want to rank strip clubs in general that high. Um, where were jorts again? Why not? It's a it's a business. It's a place of employment. They're cool. Yeah, it's, yeah you're right. Sex it's, work uh, is work pl- and uh, whatnot. You know. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's true. That's, that's yeah, is, is, true. is it from is it from prudishness or what? It's probably from prudishness. Yeah. Um, I'm probably just trying to be woke. Uh, but I guess I should be. But the real woke me would say sex work is work. Yeah, yeah. And strip clubs are cool, but they make me. I guess it's producers then. Yeah. I just, I just am kind of confused by something that's two things. Like you know, if you told me that this is like, oh, it's a hammer, and also you can pull nails out with it, I'm like, no, I want two different things for that. I don't want to use the same thing I use to hammer nails to pull the nails out. Like I want it. Right. I want there to be two different things. I want everything to do one thing. But I understand, like it's good that some things can do two things, right? Well, well, um, what about what about Bell Bell Biv DeVoe? There's three of those th- dudes doing one thing singing. Yeah, that's good. But they point. do one thing together. Well, they rap and sing and okay. dance. They do yeah. three things, but they're but those are all just all just entertainment. That's 176. Uh, that's yeah. a little further down. I feel like um, okay. What about mini trucks? Because they're kind of a truck, but they're also kind of like a car. Yeah, and they are flashy uh, frequently. Yeah. Or uh, Warner Brothers gr- uh, large graphic cartoon T-shirts number 178. You know, a lot of times. <laughs> A lot of times, this is a big problem, you guys, is if you go to the strip club and it's oversized Warner Brothers large graphic cartoon t-shirts oh, a, a day, you're like, oh, I picked the wrong day here, you know? And you're yeah. sitting there and yeah. you're eating your steak sandwich. I just, I just <laughs> uh, had that conversation yesterday with someone, dude. And it's so what? funny that you're saying that. The, the, the cartoon sweatshirts and then the, the, the G-rides oh. that are jacked up with like uh, yeah. like Fat Alberts painted on the hood or like some Yeah, Tweety Bird. It's like yeah. crazy, dude. It's like a it's like a real culture, dude. And it's uh Oh it's yeah. Funny. Oh yeah. Or you get yeah. or the have you seen the ones where it's like the car that looks like the McDonald's bag? Or like Oh yeah, dude. It's wild. That's so tight. <laughs> That's so tight. Um uh so look at this. Where did, what was I looking at? Down oh. at uh, 192 we have water parks, which is an amusement oh, and similar. they're similar in a way to strip clubs. The food at the strip clubs that have food is probably better than the food at a water park cuz a water park what food are you going to get? A, a well, dumb pretzel. A- it costs $20. Yeah. Um, you get a corn dog, corn you dog, wouldn't want yeah. to take it into the water. Yeah. Um, it's kind yeah. of oh, you get cotton kind of candy. Where... You, your kid's like, let me have cotton candy, Dad. Let me have cotton candy. Then you get him cotton candy. And then it like, a splashes water, gets on the cotton candy, and ruins the whole thing. <laughs> I don't know. Water park, like, they, I think it kind goes of gross. above water parks. I think it does a little bit. I think it does too. Okay. You get, so... to, you get sick at water parks, man. That's a disease vector. But I think it goes below Belle Biv DeVoe. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I like Belle Biv DeVoe. So Belle Biv DeVoe is 176. Water Parks are 192. So what's what's somewhere in the middle there? Mambo number no. five is 185 by Lou Oh, Bega. that's a little bit of uh, – you're talking about a little bit of Monica. So it's like a little bit yeah. of two things. Yeah. A little I, bit of Monica, a little bit of uh, chicken fried steak. But you said you love Crocs and you don't want Crocs. I do love Crocs. Uh, let's, I put think them that, yeah. above, uh, let's put them D- above Spinderella, who's a DJ. Uh, um, groundbreaking. And, yeah, and like they have the DJs biggest. at these. Well, these these strip clubs that sort of food are groundbreaking in that they pioneered putting lemon pepper on wings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's put them right below Spinderella. What do you think, Sean? I think it's cool because um, there's also a strip club in Bend, Oregon, too, that, uh, that serves food. Do they serve food? This, yeah. It's, what's it called? A star or something? Um, I don't know, man. I, for, I forgot man. what it was. but My uh, Bend knowledge is pretty, <laughs> it's pretty limited. Chuck from uh, Mad Caddies took me there once. Well, you have like a lot of you have Pacific Northwest uh, lore. <laughs> oh man, strip club lore. <laughs> okay, so so after okay. that's where we're gonna put it. Then are you cool? Yeah, with that, yeah. Sean? So uh, strip clubs that serve food um, go in at one eighty eight, uh, moving Bend, Oregon to one eighty nine. All right, uh, Jake. Oh, we have another thing that we're gonna rank with Sean. What is it? 
Um, it's forest bathing. This is submitted by Jamie D. Oh, yeah. uh, now I'm going um, to I'm going to read what Jamie D. wrote us when she submitted this. The first is a quote from the Global Wellness Institute, and then is uh, something that she said um, after sending me this quote. So she says, "Quote. This is a quote. She says, forest bathing and forest therapy, or Shinrin Yoku, broadly means taking in the forest atmosphere, not simply a walk in the woods. It is the conscious and con- contemplative." practice of being immersed in the sight, sounds, and smells of the forest. Uh, it was developed in Japan in the 80s. They turned it, uh, Japan turned it, this mobile form of meditation uh, in living forest into part of its national health program. Then Jamie goes on to say, now we're no longer quoting the Global Wealth Institute. Uh, she said, well, the idea is not new, as this is what most of us innately do when we walk through the forest anyways. The official practice of it is relatively new, and the name forest bathing has only recently become a trend in the U.S. I'm no trendsetter, but I'm a fan of anything that gets people outdoors and into nature. So yeah, forest bathing uh, means taking a nice, uh, intentional, contemplative walk in the woods. It doesn't refer at all to the Forest Club in Ukiah, California. So let's get that and 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 you, you don't right you don't now. you don't undress to do it like rolled around in the leaves. You could. You but probably could. Yeah. That's kind of you what could. I imagine when I heard forest bathing because I'm from and you guys are too. I'm from Mendocino County where yeah. uh, people will run around naked in the woods and it like yeah. to, you get spiritual power that way. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh yeah. yeah. Or just like getting all that getting like leaves all over you and stuff. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it's Seeing true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's I've what I assumed. That kind of I, I just figured. Oh, it must be something <laughs> where you roll around in the leaves. I don't know. I, it's, I didn't it's realize. Really a bathing. It's it's not it's not the literal in the literal sense. It's a bathing your mind and your senses and your and your body and your spirit with the natural beauty of of the forest. The sights, I guess the I've sounds, done this. Then smells. I mean I didn't. I, I've done this and, yeah, I, and I, I gotta say it. it's like it's great. It's fantastic. It's good to take a walk in the woods. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean specifically, we we've, we've all been to Montgomery Woods. It's kind of. What we've don't, talked don't about. Don't talk so about it. it. Don't talk about it on mic because oh, yeah. then we don't. It'll get too. Crowded. We've been to a unnamed wood spot yeah. um, somewhere in Mendocino County, where we're all from, where there's a beautiful uh, uh, ancient redwood grove uh, and a nice, wonderful walking path. And if you um, go into the center of it, you ascend like you go up into the galaxy. You like go out into yeah. outer space briefly and yeah. talk to the aliens and stuff like that. You forest bathe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, essentially. Yeah, I mean that's a, that's the like best example gazing, I can think of it. Right. Yeah, so, moon gazing. It, right. you're, you go in. Oh. You, you take a voyage on the astral plane. You touch a, as soon as you touch the redwood, your spirit leaves your body, and you go around the you go around the world and back in an instant, and then in just that one breath, and then you're like, here you are, you're back again, but yet you're not the same person anymore. Right. No. Yeah. Um, you, Sean knows what I'm saying. You, like Sean, uh, yeah. when I said that, Sean was like, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's how absolutely. it is. So I, I totally understand. You said it's called Shin Shinruku. Uh, Shinrin Yoku. Shinrin Yoku. Yeah, it's official. Yeah, so it's official I, in Japan. I like it, man. I like when you walk in the walking. But but can you do it? And you're if you're not in the forest, like let's say you're at the beach. Let's say you're on a lonely highway. Let's say you're in I, a. Um, I think I think you might have to be in a in a wooded area. I'm not yeah. sure, but let's let's just say that for the purposes of ranking this, because it's called forest bathing. So, I mean, I, I think you could be in um in like a bamboo forest. Uh, or you know any kind of any kind of forest, but I think it does have to be, you know, trees, it's, something it's taller like, than yeah. uh, an, it, an ecosystem that it, is. Wooded it doesn't have to have like a badge from the Japanese government that says this is where you do it. You can no. do it anywhere. No. Yeah. What no. about a little and park? What if you're walking into a little park and you see a I grove think, of trees? I think if there's, I think if there's enough trees around, I think that a little park would count. I mean, yeah. it, it, as long as you're not interrupted you to by any, to... anything or anyone, I think. Yeah, I think that you'd want to be able to be focused on nature and and be able to 
be contemplative in that way. But um, could you like, do this I, in a city? Like, let's say you're in Manhattan. Yeah, I think so. Here, I have an example. Um, okay. So I've got this meditation app that I use sometimes. I haven't used it lately, but um, uh-huh. it has a function on it where the, the walk in nature mode, where it's like a guided walk through nature and a guy's talking to, to you know, into your ear telling you to like, look around, notice the fucking tree, the smells, you know, this and that. And you're meant to be walking while it happens. Um, and I would do this in the Presidio, which is certain parts of it, the Presidio in, in San Francisco, California, which is a park that used to be a military base, but um, it's got a lot of wooded areas. So, so like I was doing it, I was on a, you know, a path, um, like surrounded by trees um, and very relaxed. And, and I think I was, I, I think I was, you know, essentially practicing this while listening to this um, walk in nature fucking uh, meditation app. And then it ended, but they, at the end, the guy's like, now just continue in this in walking in this, in this manner. And then immediately when it was done after about 15 seconds of like listening to this and I was in this total fucking meditative contemplative state, I stepped on a, um, on a little uneven part of the trail and rolled the shit out of my ankle. Uh, um, so it can be dangerous. That's about, that's, oh, that's a downside to this. Did you, you did you enjoy the pain though in a way? Like you, no, I hated it. I was so okay. fucking mad. I thought maybe you were enjoying all the experiences of the, of the day. I was really enjoying it until then, but then like that was, I think that was the last enjoyable moment I had. Yeah, like nature is cool, like except ago. like what if you're forest bathing and then uh, you step in some bear shit or something like that or, you're mauled yeah. by a bear, even worse. I don't know. So maybe sad. I was not doing it right because you're supposed to be being conscious of everything around you. And maybe I was just oh, in my, good call. Maybe I had gone Blame into yourself. my own head or something. Or, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was self-bathing. Wait, okay. Can, what if you're in a hurry? Can you just like run? Because sometimes I'm in a hurry and I don't. No. I can't force no, no, bathe. No. I can't properly do it justice, no, no. but I can rush through it. So what I that's, do is. That's not forest bathing. That's like forest bathing. That's called bath, teapot shot bathing, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so what I try to do is I, from the car. Like I drive past it as fast. I go really fast past it, um, and I turn my music down a little bit. I oftentimes I'm listening to financial news on the radio, and I turn Stick that your down. Head the and then a little um, bit. And I'm talking on my phone, like saying "buy sell" into it, like it was the '80s. Yeah. I, I, I get the forest like on me that way, or sometimes I look yeah. at pictures of the forest, like on my computer. You know, when I'm when I'm working. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think does that, that counts. Count? That's like spraying forest cologne on you. <laughs> oh, does that count? So uh, and ca- spraying- that counting as a bath. <laughs> so, spraying, <yeah. laughs> no. so spraying cologne on myself doesn't count as forest bathing either. Sometimes, no, man, okay. it has to be conscious and oh. contemplative. What, a lot of times, what I do is, Jake, I just I open up a thing of pine saw at the grocery store, oh, <laughs> and, I, and then I sniff that a little bit. Does that count? Because the pine yeah. needles you take it, you take two of the trees, the uh, car mirror trees, and like put them right in front of your eyes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so in, none of those count. No, you, you have those to, things don't count. There has this to is, be a real be, living tree or, or yeah. of some kind. I think there has to be minimum two living trees around you, but probably ideally many more yeah yeah the, the um, more the better probably yeah yeah exactly i got it you, um, you're not i know you're not trying to forest bathe shame anybody somebody <laughs> listening to this in an urban environment you don't want to tell them hey that's not a forest bath i'm from mendocino county i know how it's done look wherever the, wherever yeah. you live there, there's a tree nearby there's trees all over you know so yeah trees, if trees it's just one tree you just got to circle it the whole time and keep your eye facing towards the tree <laughs> or hug it uh, if it's two trees you just walk yeah. back and forth between them Oh yeah, if you, I don't know, you really should hug trees. You know, like if you ever hug a redwood tree, like they hug back. That's oh, how yeah. it is. Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah. Um, Sean, um, you got anything more to say about forest bathing? You want to get to ranking it? I'm all for forest bathing. I think it's, I think it's any type of meditation is healthy. I try to do whatever I can to just like let go. Let's say we get to ranking it, man. I'm, I'm okay, cool. Yeah. So we have backpacking in here. That seems similar to oh, me because yeah. you're walking around in nature. Yeah, right? it's very similar. And I feel like backpacking, you're carrying some heavy thing, but forest bathing, you're not carrying anything. Yeah. In fact, you're relieving yourself of all of the uh, lightening uh, the, your load. Yeah, exactly, lightening your load. 
Now, backpacking can be really rewarding in that it's like it's it's more challenging, I think. Uh, but but forest bathing is, I think, generally way more accessible. In fact, even somebody like it'd be more difficult for somebody who without the use of their legs, for example, to go backpacking. Uh, but somebody with that in that same scenario could uh, do forest like, bathing. Every, basically, everybody can be forest bathing. Okay, so yeah. you think so forest think bathing should go higher up? I think it deserves to go higher, um, now, which is pretty high. We're in the top 20 now, but I think I'm totally fine with forest bathing being in the top 20. Um, a right above backpacking, which was at 18, is is Spice Girls at 17. Now, Spice and, Girls, they have a couple of songs that I really like. You know, <laughs> yeah, and, they, and they're like, you know, they, they uh, brought Girl Power... Uh, into the 90s and 2000s and into the into the new millennium yeah mm-hmm. um, which is important yeah yeah um, they introduced jerry hollowell to the world so they need that who jerry hollowell the ginger spice dude who's oh okay gotcha yeah. the I, other I, spice I think girl Hank you guys also is, have you guys also have air as a substance and then volcanoes which is a natural feature uh, somewhere in there. Yeah. Be cool. Because so, it's yeah. 22, Volcanoes is 23. I like forest bathing because it happens in your mind as well. It's part of nature, but it happens okay. in well, your you mind. Well, you listen to Kerplunk think... by Green Day, which is number 20, and that happens in your mind too. You you listen to the record and it... <laughs> That's you, true. That happens on your walk. And I don't think... When you, when you eat pickles, you experience in your mind, you're thinking about, <laughs> I like pickles, you know, or whatever you it's, think when you eat pickles. It's That's in right. your mind. I don't think those things heal your mind the way that the way that forest bathing does. I think it deserves to go above Man, when you listen to that Hank Williams song, it's in your mind too. It does. Like, you're talking about Angel of Death? Uh, I wasn't thinking about Angel of Death. I was thinking about Lost Highway. But yes, if you're, okay. if you're listening to a Hank Williams song, it's in your mind. Uh, you could probably say the same thing about Britney Spears, although I think she's pretty high on this list. But like, I like you know... I like where you guys have Pee Wee Herman, dude. That's that's fucking great. Pee Wee Herman's pretty tight. Like, I, I don't think I don't think this can go as high as Pee Wee Herman, Donald Duck. I don't think right. it can either. I would Williams. I would personally be okay with putting it above Donald Duck, but maybe maybe Donald Duck deserves to be Duck. higher than it. But I would I would be okay with putting Forest Bathing above Britney Spears. I think. Hmm. I don't think I can put it above Hank Williams though. So I think okay. it has to go. So, what what, what, is what Sean do you think? think? It, let's get let's get. What do you think, Sean? Um, or are we in the wrong entirely? I, you think it should go way higher, way lower? I'm pretty good with it. Going anywhere above air, but not okay. Not anywhere above Hank Williams for sure. Okay, perfect. Let's right, put so it right below Hank Williams. What do you guys think? Yeah, Sean is right. On, you're right over with me. Forest bathing. Uh, the activity goes in at 17, uh, moving Spice Girls to number 18. Uh, that's it. We completed putting the three things in there. Um, yes, our we did it. The list is now at. 292 we're approaching 300 before yeah. we get into uh, closing everything out and thanking sean for being on i want to talk to the to the listeners about um the fact that we're re-ranking something in an upcoming episode um uh, and there's if you go to our website everydamthing.net you can find a link to vote on which item we're going to re-rank a lot of our listeners nominated some stuff uh some of the nominees for example for things to be re-ranked one of them is shirtless men wearing elaborate angel wings gold lame shorts and furry cha-cha heels it's currently at number 90 well it was before this episode but um it was originally submitted by cindy uh we ranked it back in episode 13 amy c thinks we should re-rank it she thinks it's too low um Bill Paxton uh, was submitted by Pete G originally. We ranked it at thirty or in episode thirty-three. It was nominated for a re-ranking by Ryan Sin, who thinks it's too low. And as of the start of this episode, Bill Paxton was at fifty-seven. Um, Micah wants us to re-rank Goats, which uh, is somewhere in there as well. Where's Goats at? Uh, Goats is at one twenty-seven. 
yeah. Mike has been really pushing for it. He's pushed for for a while now. <laughs> he doesn't like goats. He, he, he doesn't like goats. goats. He thinks they're ranked too high. Yeah. So and goats came what? in second place last time we re-ranked something. It, it, it was almost the one we re, we we re-ranked, but it didn't quite make it. We re-ranked, we re-ranked coffee instead. That's one that won out. Um, yeah, yeah. So currently at number um, one fifty four, we got Chris Gaines. Um, this was originally submitted by Jason Marmer. This we is the alter ego for 50. for Garth uh, um, Brooks. Uh, Brooks. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Morgan oh, yeah. B thinks he's ranked too low. We should re-rank him. Um, and then uh, way up high uh, is dogs. Dogs are at number eleven, um, and uh, we, we we ranked those originally in episode sixty eight. Thad submitted it. Um, Scurvy Darg thinks there the eleven is still too low. Dogs should be higher. So um, if you want to vote for one of those or any of the other other things that are currently nominated for re ranking, go to everydamthing.net and look for the link that says vote here. If you're listening to this in the next. I don't know before the before the episode where we vote, where we do the re ranking. <laughs> if you listen to this yeah. as it comes out, uh, Sean, man, thanks for coming on. Tell Dude, us uh, what's going me. on with Love Equals Death. I know I uh, missed some shows of yours in the Bay. I'm sad to say. Yeah, we're just getting ready to go to Europe right now. Uh, we leave at the end of July. Um, we'll be there for like five weeks playing Spam Fest. Oh wow! Holy shit! It'll yeah. feature uh, Dropkick Murphys, um, Mad Caddies, bunch of killer bands. Rad. Descendants. Our, our, I think fourth or fifth um, country with most listeners is Germany. I think oh, it's. Sweet. I think it goes U.S. then Canada then U.K. then Germany. Or it might be Germany then U.K. Germany might be might be third. Oh, so listen, all you Germans out there, yes. we'll link to your um, to your band stuff, and they can f- figure out where you're playing that way if they go to yeah, the show awesome. notes. Yeah, we'll be um, we'll be in Germany for uh, quite a few shows. Actually. Rad. Um, yeah, Love Eagles Death dot uh, net. Yeah, yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. Okay. So thanks for coming on, dude. It's rad to see you. Yeah. Uh, it's rad to have you on. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's good to hear your voice you and see you. Hell come yes. back sometime, ring something else. Hell yeah, dude. Same here, you guys. It's so rad. Actually, Phil, I just live like um, maybe half a block from your parents' house. Oh, nice. Oh, you yeah. live down. Oh, nice. You live on. Uh, you live on Helen or on Observatory? On Helen. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, I love so, Helen. Oh, West Side. Yeah, so I, I, think, I think about you every day when I take take my kid to school. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. Oh, you walk past to go to Nokomis, or do you go to Yokeo? Yokeo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to Nokomis with Smith, but Yokeo is good too. Like yeah, you know, I mean, that's right on the dividing line. I think I could have gone to the other school if I wanted to, but I went to the other one. Yeah, well, we we, yeah. we used to live right right behind Yokeo, so instead of transferring mm-hmm. to Nokomis, we just continued it have her go to UK because that's cool man that's yeah yeah that's cool Uh, that's good that's good you live there I I like it there you know I I miss it because my mom moved away so I don't go that often you know I I, I rarely get to our hometown but I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that it, it still exists you know yeah, absolutely. Um, I yeah. hope they didn't. I, I hope they didn't chop down the tree in the backyard. It would make me shed a tear. I could go. I could have done forest bathing there. I probably did. That's probably the you first probably forest did. bath I ever took. You don't live in the house that uh, Micah took Phil to when they were little kids. Uh, it probably doesn't oh. exist anymore. Yeah, we went oh. to an it was, it was a haunted house. house. Florida, yeah, he took me to a haunted house when we were kids. It was cool. Oh, crazy! I'm getting into Ukiah geography. Sorry, yeah, we yeah. had to close that. Yeah, show. this uh, this stuff okay. is definitely getting cut out. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, <laughs> so right. thank you for listening to Every Damn Thing. We hope you enjoyed it. Go to everydamthing.net for the updated list and show notes. If you have something you'd like us to add to the list of everything or anything else you'd like to say to us, email us at listedeverydamthing.net. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and you can suggest topics there as well. Subscribe or follow wherever you listen. Our theme is by Jade Puget. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review it on a platform of your choice. 
uh, send us a screenshot of a five-star review and we'll bump a submission of your choice to the front of the queue. Also, if you want to support the show, the best thing you do is uh, if you're getting slammed to the ground by a policeman for doing nothing, tell him, hey, you should listen to my, this podcast I listen to. It's really good. Um, or you could just tell a friend yeah. or whatever. And can you listen to this when you're on a forest bath or is it like, does it violate no, the spirit? No, of no, 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 no. You can listen to it after... Before, probably after, would be good. Yeah, yeah. You got to um, engage with the natural world. You got to disengage yeah. from podcasts and things like that. Yeah, but if you're forest bathing, uh, you could tell a tree to listen to this podcast sometime. Recommend it to a tree. The tree would tell you, ranks for the advice. Oh. <laughs>